It's big. It's black. It's about watches. Welcome to the Big Black Clock Podcast. Now, let's see what the guys have to say. Welcome back to the Big Black Clock. We are now at episode 85. I think it's, it was no, like six so, last time. So, yeah, so 87, I think. 87. No, but because this is going to air first. Oh, and the, the yeah. Recalculate next time. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. I'm, I'm sure you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> that's the only thing that's important. It's you being wrong. It is a very special episode. This week we have Aaron. Do, are you okay? Do you share your last name anywhere? Yeah, everywhere. You share everywhere. it? Get closer to my... You share your last name, so Aaron Pimental. Pimentel. Pimentel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. From Aaron Bespoke. Aaron Bespoke. Also, AKA Combat AKA Straps. That's the one. Which uh, I think is one of our questions. We'll get to like yeah. where Combat Straps was. What and now? It's Aaron, now you go Aaron Bespoke. Yep. So we're joined with with by Aaron today, who's graciously going to take the time to uh, to us this week. So we're going to be hearing from him. Of course. Um, how's everyone doing? Very good. So Very we were on good. holiday yesterday. Yeah. We had the whole day off. Super hot also in Montreal. Eh? Super hot. What did you get up to yesterday? I just played with my kids. I have a two-year-old, a two so yeah. the whole day running around Looks like great. a dad. That's awesome. Yeah. That's amazing. And so, how would you guys do? How are you guys doing? Everything's all right. I saw you yesterday, so you know yesterday was okay. It's a little bit too much. Yeah. <laughs> I see you today, so it's not getting any better. Exactly. <laughs> I was looking forward to seeing Aaron today, but not uh, not you guys again. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like too many of you guys, too much of you guys. <laughs> Should we do a, a quick wrist check before? Yeah, we, yeah uh, for sure. Uh, I'll, I'll let Kevin start. I'll start. And I think it's great for this episode. So Aaron had. Well, you know what? Let's finish with me as a wrist check because I want you to maybe introduce the strap that I'm wearing. Maybe what you, how you made it, that sort of thing. And that'll be a good segue to start. But why don't you start, Aaron, with what you're wearing to this week? Um, so a client let me borrow his Moon Swatch. Uh, and it's the Earth's Edition, which... Um, so it's the, the plastic uh, composite case. It's got a light green case with a blue dial. It, it, it's a, it's a, it's minty in color. Yeah, the, yeah. the trademark bioceramic. Bioceramic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fancy, fancy plastic. It's a very light watch. It feels like a toy. Right. Um, I think it's, it was a fun collaboration. Um, but you, you, you changed the strap on that. I changed the strap. Just had, I had something laying around. I just put it on. Does Not it feel wear. like it's good quality? The, the, the strap, the, the Is watch. it worth the money that, it, the, the, <laughs> that they're asking for? No, not the strap. Uh, Good question. Um, it's 300 bucks, so you can't expect something heavy on the wrist for 300 bucks. It is, it's a fun watch. I, I think it, it's a hype. Yeah. And it, yeah. And I think one of the things we had, we, we had an episode of Moon Swatch Alternatives. Mm. And the one question that we had, and we all answered the same way, but I want to ask you the same question is if it did not have Omega written on that dial and it was just a Swatch watch, would you have bought it? No. Okay. <laughs> <a> quick answer. <laughs> you know what? Straight to the point. No. Another quick question. Do you own an actual Speedmaster? I, I do, yeah. And, okay, but you, okay, it's not, this one you borrowed, okay. Because I, I actually, we were talking about this before, and at first I wanted to also get it when it was the hype, right? But now I don't think I'll get it. Just, it would be fun to own something that's very difficult to get, but now hype is over, right? So it's not really... I feel the same way. For somebody yeah. who owns a Speedmaster, yeah. I guess you don't want to get it either, right? No, it feels like the, the hype died. Right. Yeah. I think it was fun. Oh, right. There's a hundred people waiting in line but for this that. watch. <laughs> yeah. And I got one on the wrist. Someone but got stabbed. <laughs> what? Got somebody, really? Like in London? Yeah, yeah. You saw oh that on like Instagram. God. There were like people who were like, there were fights in the street in New York. Someone got, got for a $300 watch. They were fighting in line. Well, I think it was just a ruckus of 
people in crowds, you know, <laughs> there's no rules. <laughs> it's chaos. <laughs> you ever been to a football game? It's like <laughs> that is so crazy. Oh yeah. Oh man. Great. Yeah. What are you wearing, Carl, this week? Uh, I have my Rolex Air King, but it's with the Aaron Bespoke strap on it. Yeah. I've talked about that strap on multiple episodes. Um, so it's alligator, right? Yep, black alligator. Yeah, black alligator. The inside, um, the lighting. Maybe he can introduce it if you want. Do you want to uh, talk about the, the bands on my Rolex Air King? So it's a 20 millimeter with a curved spring bar, black alligator with a, a green lining and yellow stitching, which matches the the crown. Yeah, the, the crown s- logo on the yeah. dial and the uh, seconds and it's green. And, and Rolex. And also. the Rolex green, yeah. 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 I love that the alligator is like matte. So it's not that like lustrous thing. I think it would have been too, sh- uh, too, too loud. But this kind of settles it down yeah. as the as the. But, but when I approached Aaron with th- this idea, I was like, "Here's a watch. Can you match the colors?" He got, "Yeah, for sure." It's just like, "What is this question?" I'll and do it was it. kind of my fault. I remember <laughs> I because I because of the 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 reality of working from home because of COVID, I couldn't make my way. So I was like, "Hey, Carl, before we record, can you go pick up this strap? I sent him money and stuff." And then I went so so oh. I bought a strap while I went to pick up. <laughs> He's like, damn you. <laughs> yeah, it's I all Kevin's fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's really a home run on that. Uh, yeah, you know, I think it suits the, that watch well. And um, I don't think it would be as nice with the newer one with the different case, right? Right. The new Air King now has the uh, slab side. I still disagree, but okay. I'm not saying it's good on I'm not saying it's not going to look good. I think oh, it looks well. better on this one, right? It's a bit more dressier. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I don't think it's not going to fit on the other one. I think you're wrong. But okay, yeah, cool. I do. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah, Thank you, guys. I think we can... Um, would you agree that it looks more like a Datejust now than the new one, if I can call it that? Or an Oyster Perpetual? Mm-hmm. Sort Oyster. of. Yeah, yeah, you're saying that we did a whole episode comparing this watch to an Explorer. <laughs> yeah, because it has that Oyster case. Right? Yeah. That Oyster case versus the new GMT case, mm-hmm. Submariner case. That's the the, the reason one. I got that watch was um, it was like the weird Rolex. Because nobody wanted it. The spare yes. spare bib parts. Yeah, it was, in the, it was in the spare parts bin, and yeah, they were exactly just like, right. Just take it. <laughs> it, it. It's like we'll put the case and the movement from the Milgoss, and uh, you know what? We sponsored like a, a supersonic car that yeah. we did some dials for the it. Bloodhound. The uh, uh, SSC Bloodhound. Uh, let's put that on the dial, and you know what? Like, let make it without any zero in front of the five and white gold for like the three, six, and nine. It's nonsense. It's nonsense, huh? So uh, I wanted it. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to be different. It, it, this guy always go no nonsense. Means it's nonsense. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> so you guys, uh, all of you are wearing watches with uh, straps that aren't made. It's right? like we did it on purpose. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> I, it's like we I don't have. <laughs> I have never shopped yet. And here, what did so. you say yesterday when we were talking about coming today? You were gonna what? What? Bring your Speedmaster oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> to do <laughs> what? Yeah, to probably try a bunch of stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. I forget everything. Maybe you want to introduce <laughs> yours? Uh, I'm wearing my Speedy today, but I put it on a strap code leather strap that you yeah. bought initially for something else. Yeah. And then it didn't really fit. No. Uh, and it fit perfect because it's the same 20 millimeter. It's super nice because it has a little Snoopy reference on it, and I really like that. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I think is because it's a strap code, it's super over-engineered here. Yeah. It's very heavy on the clasp, yeah. Uh, but apart from that, like I'm, it's, it's it looks awesome. I mean, speed is super versatile, so very good. You bought that for what? <laughs> I think for a Hamilton. That's a with, with a Snoopy question. on it. I think you had a uh, for like a, a Hamilton very, pilot very or something. Like, question. what other watch can have a Snoopy on it? That's that was not like a hundred thousand watches before. He's like bought and sold since. Yeah, then. I know. Really like no, right now, no, he's no, a low one collection. Sorry. He's like sixty pieces. No, you know what I had it with <laughs> was the Bulova Lunar. 
Oh, yeah, you're right. However, Lunar yeah. Moon, which it is 20 millimeter lug width. However, that watch is big. Yeah. It is 45 millimeter by like 51. And that strap fit, but it didn't fit with that watch. It fit in the lugs, but it was very like, how can I say? It was it was underwhelming compared to the yeah. size of the watch and how it sat. Oh, so that's why so we sold it to me because yeah, it was underwhelming. Like, I, I go, Dima, do you want this? I go, I've never worn so it So you on. sold me something that was underwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I see it. <laughs> a gift date for night. a person. <laughs> date night. Date night. <laughs> so, but yeah, so uh, that's it. Um, and you want to walk us through what I'm wearing today? Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. So we chose this with Kevin, which is a black silk cloth with navy stitching, matching the dial, which is navy. It's a Rolex Milgauss, by the way, the Z blue yeah. guys. Yeah. And it's got the green lining to match the the glass on it. Beautiful. So we'll take a picture. Maybe this you'll take a picture nice. and put it on your Instagram. See, I had a, a blue stingray that, that Aaron had made for me, and it was great. Very dressy, very fun. Uh, but I was like, I wanted something sporty, right? Something a little bit more subdued and sporty I can wear all around, and now I, I can. It's great. Is, uh, is the Milgauss also 20 millimeter? Yeah. Oh, so it's it a 40 will fit, uh, millimeter. It will fit my Speedy also. 40 millimeter, 20 Does millimeter lug width. Uh, not straight. Straight, eh? Straight. It, looks very, it still looks very dressy, because usually like, I find that I like the, the ones that taper a bit more, mm-hmm. uh, but this one, for some reason, I don't know why, maybe it's because it's like a, like a what's it called, like a cushion style? Like with, yeah. it's, uh, with the padding, yeah. Yeah, with padding, yeah. Maybe that's why... Also, maybe the stitching makes it more elegant. Like it's, it, it looks very dressy. Looks and, awesome, yeah. And I think, I think ultimately, when it's twenty millimeters, tapering is not obliged. I don't think you need to necessarily. Uh, it's just me. Like I like just a little bit, right? Like I do like, like for example, the new Speedy came with the new bracelet that I really like. Oh, yeah. That one goes from twenty to sixteen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like and it looks amazing. Yeah. yeah. Right. You but you have smaller wrists. It works better for you. It's true. Tapering? Tapering does, yeah. Because if you have a large watch that tapers too much, sure. it won't if sit If you're well. a monster, yeah, you, you, you taper it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> so let's jump right into it. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Where did you grow up? Maybe your background? Yeah, for sure, for sure. So I'm born in, I was born in Mexico 34 years ago. Uh, my mom brought me to Montreal 22 years ago. <laughs> I've, been ha- I've been having fun since here in Montreal. And why Montreal? Why did your mom come here? Um, job opportunities. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm from Mexico. You, it wasn't the, the economy is not that great at that time. Um, Are you from a Distrito Federal, the DF, Mexico City? I was born in Mexico City, yeah. And then we moved to a smaller town to our south. Where? Do you, do you mind uh, it's called Morelos. 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 Yeah. Then you're Veracruz? No, no. that's, uh, to the east. To the east, uh, okay. Yeah, my mom's from, from Veracruz. Okay. Oh, your mom's from Veracruz. Okay. Yeah. Very nice. Very, very good. And then when you got to Montreal, you how old were you? Uh, fourteen. Oh, you're fourteen, so you're in, just, okay, yeah. in two thousand, right? Two thousand. I just did math in my head. Uh, yeah. Well, so yeah. actually, it's been twenty-one years, and it was two thousand two, beginning oh, wow. of two thousand two. Interesting. Yeah. I'm also uh, in here since two thousand two. Nice. Other than the winters, what was the hardest thing about moving to Canada? Uh, the language and the friends, I guess. It was hard to make friends with a uh, with a language barrier. But as a kid, I adapted, so right. it went well. I can't complain. It's a, it's a great country. So, peace, uh, well, combat straps. Yeah. Tell us about how that got started. So, it's been a, a long time. It's been 12, 13 years that I started that thing. So, I, I was into Panerai. I was into Bell & Ross, especially. At what age did you uh, kind of start getting into the hobby? So, 12, uh, I was 22, 23. 22, you started yeah, doing this. Okay. 22, 23. And what was the hobby? Was it? leather 
goods no or like so I watches started, i started selling watches that uh without logos in the dial so it was like a bell and ross but you didn't say bell and ross on it it was 200 300 bucks oh for real okay yeah, you were yeah. making watches no i was selling them so you were selling. i would buy them and just resell just for fun just okay. so i could get something and so you would contact like manufacturers in china to get you sterile uh-huh. look-alike dials exactly. of a watch build exactly. a case every- it was ebay or something like alibaba uh, style uh, thing. and how did you yeah, yeah something okay. like that okay cool <laughs> how did you um know where to contact like manufacturers i imagine china right i think so it was ebay you would just go to ebay and yeah. find the pieces I and then frankenstein no, no i was buying the whole watch already done and i would just sell it and we resell it you yeah Hustle would you resell it on a different platform <laughs> um like Kijiji or something or it's been 12 years but uh hmm. i think it was ebay again <laughs> so it and in in and out ebay you know what that's good. That's good. So good. And at the point, like that's hustling. Yeah. I respect the hustle. <laughs> that's it. At the point when you started doing this, like, were you already into watches? Like, why watches? Why did you choose watches to do to to resell? Or was it a good like good product to buy and resell at that point? No, at that point I was just starting, so I had okay. a swatch on my wrist, okay, uh, like a little chrono which I loved, and I would stare at it and I would go crazy. And then I was looking at um, Breitling. Yeah, it started like that. Who who got you into watches? Uh, myself, just your yeah. family. Anyone in your family no, like watches? No, nobody. No, no one. No guy. friends. Nothing like that. No. Wow. And so, what was it when you said yourself? What, what was the main conduit? Was it like magazines? Was it seeing someone that someone you knew? Like, man, he's a nice watch. Like, what was it that was that trigger? Yeah. So I think I was. I always liked watches. I remember even as a kid wearing a little swatch. Or do you remember what was your first watch? I think it was a Casio. A digital Casio. Right, nice. With Very a stainless steel bracelet. Casio, right? when we were kids. <laughs> uh-huh. I know, no. I had, I'm one of, I'm a Iron Man kid. My dad got me a Timex Iron Man. That's fun. The one okay. with the, 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 the two buttons at the bottom. He wanted to start So it was like out, the start, stop. And, and it had, it didn't have an Indiglo yet. It had that like terrible oh, corner light. Like, like the one that I have on my uh, Timex. <laughs> you press yeah. it, you're like, what the, like, you know, and it lights um, up just the, the light bulb. That's it. There's a like little, little light. So I had one of those. Yeah. When I was a kid, that was my, my first watch. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, Iron Man is the one for like working out, right? Like waterproof and stuff. Yeah. But there was a line that came out. Now they have, they have them. Okay. Now they're very, uh, oriented to exercise. But I think the old Iron Mans were very, just like G-Shocks. They were okay. like Casio G-Shocks. Okay. They were just like rugged, uh, do-all watches that I think only had 50 meters of water resistance. <laughs> like they weren't great. <laughs> Good but, for space. But they were like 30 uh, bucks. <laughs> space <you know>? rated. <laughs> space rated. <laughs> so you, you got into watches, you were selling watches, and then what came next? I changed the strap on a watch. You changed the strap oh, on watch. Yeah. And that opened up a, a, a door. That's it. That was it for <laughs> <A bottle. laughs> it went, Oh, no. And what so was it? It was a gateway into... A <laughs> yeah. What was it that... Uh, I, I don't remember. I think it was some Bell & Ross looking watch. And I put an orange strap on it. And I just loved the, how versatile or how, how much it, it changed. changed. Yeah. So that was fun. It's it's interesting, interesting that you say that because I find that a lot of people that are newbies to watches, when they look at a watch, like, oh, I don't like the, the bracelet. I'm like, I want yeah, a leather strap. They don't understand that this is not permanent. You can change all of that. I think my and dad was a good example of missing, that. Because yeah. he was looking at one. <laughs> and he go, he kept, after he came here, I admit he was a little overwhelmed because mm-hmm. he goes, I, I don't know what to do. I was like, Wait. I have a lot of materials. Yeah. But even <laughs> then, he, he... Your dad was here too? Yeah, he bought the beautiful... Um, the beautiful uh, 
Maybe you can describe it. What he had? He had uh, a Tudor Black Bay Forty One Blue. Uh huh. Blue. Yeah. And then and I think he wanted. What did you make him? With a navy alligator. Navy alligator. A clean um, alligator. Yeah. yeah. With the same strap. I think it was black in the interior lining. But after that, I sat down with him, and then I brought all my boxes of watch straps. It doesn't matter the size, just to show him colors. And he was like, "Wow, it really does change the watch." Mm-hmm. And I, and I and absolutely, then, yeah. Uh, you know, and. So anyway, that's that's it. So you change the strap mm-hmm. on your watch, and you're like, "I got to get into this." Yeah, Did exactly. you look at it as I love it, or this is a good business idea? No, no, you, were, you didn't have even selling watches was not about just money, like a hobby. You, it was just uh, by passion, a little hustle. Nah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't even think I would lose money. I believe. Oh yeah. I, oh, for I real? Think, okay. I would think I would lose so money. So just a hobby. It. You well, were just you're a buying hobby, and yeah. selling on eBay the same. Part. You wasn't a hustler. <laughs> Were you selling only for less money than you paid for? <laughs> if I had, if I had the opportunity to, to wear it, I probably did. Nice. Uh, oh, okay, so it was like an in and out of I'm gonna buy stuff I I find interesting, I, I find beautiful. I'm gonna wear it a bit, resell it, and change like play with those things. I think it was more of a learning. I'm like I'm gonna learn. If it costs fifty bucks, I'll right. pay fifty bucks. But I I'm gonna learn how to sell on eBay. I'm gonna learn how to. I'm having fun. I'm going to learn so, about watches. And then going into leather. So we're mm-hmm. going away from under straps. Yeah. It was straps, right? Yeah. And you're like, okay. You looked at the strap and said, I can make these? Is that what you said? Pretty much. Pretty much. Okay. The, the whole process of making a strap went through my head. And I'm like, I have to fold this leather here, cut it here, do this here. You taught yourself that? No, I, I didn't do the, the leather work. I hired people from day one. I mean, I hired one guy that would make them... Uh, for me, and that's how it started. Somewhere local here in Montreal. Yep, yep. A- and then you, so you started basically by kind of seeing that okay, uh, it's, it's cool to change straps, and then you 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 got an idea of making your own almost. That's okay. exactly it. Yeah. Okay. And mm-hmm. no, it sounds like we're blitzing questions. Sorry. It's good. No, it's good. <laughs> very excited. <laughs> very excited. No, we're, very excited. We're, we're really happy to be here. And, yeah. Awesome. And so when you were starting to look at okay, I'm going to hire someone to look, and you were considering the market here. Was there anyone else? Because I have to be honest, I've looked locally and I've looked who makes watch. There's no one else in Montreal. In Montreal, there's uh, there's a couple of them. Okay. There's a couple, yeah, at least. We won't uh, mention them. We don't want to promote the competition. No, 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 no. no. (laughs) Not until we interview them. (laughs) We'll beep it out. But I could not find, I found one guy, it started with D. uh, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Do you remember the name? Yeah. uh, uh, Dimitri or something. Yeah, Dimitri, exactly. Something but like I think that. it closed. Unfortunately, yeah. It closed, yeah, exactly. I was, I was sad to hear. I mean, I saw on his website, like, we're now closed officially. Dimitri, I was like, oh, maybe yeah. retired. He was like, what a terrible name. <laughs> but I think it was a Greek Dimitri. <laughs> For some reason, I think my it was name a, is Greek. No? Yeah, well, we, the an- spelling, I think. we annexed it, yeah. It's okay. just, my name is Greek. <laughs> so Something like that. But I think it was a little bit, um, it was different that front. Okay. So you look, but, but were there, so were there many watch strap makers when you were coming into it? I never looked into that. It was not a question of, is it, because that would be looking into is it a good business opportunity and I, I was didn't just even think about that but no. also like i find that like and just somebody who does that somebody somebody who does that doesn't go into this with like a, a can i like doing this mindset right as a hobby somebody who comes in into the market analyzing the competition doing like the proper assessment is yeah, is that, not a person who is passionate about yeah, i disagree you, i can be passionate and if i want to open a business i've yeah, gone but, to the but, business we all that do the due diligence of understanding how the market is going to be able to make this something that i can <clears throat> live off of but, <laughs> i was passionate about cars i lost 
so much money. <laughs> Which was my passion. Yeah, right? because you're it. bad with money. Also, also. <laughs> but, you know, that's a whole thing, right? What's the whole thing? That when you're passionate, you don't really look into those things initially. You're not going to look. the only at... factor. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, okay. I, it was purely, this is fun. I want to do this. And then what was the first company name? Tell us about it. Like how, okay, so you're like, I'm interested. And then. Yeah. And then I started making them. Uh, it started with uh, World War II leather. So I would go on eBay again and buy ammo pouches from Switzerland. And uh, they had the logos, and it was a rugged. The Luca, the Luca online has that right. Mm-hmm. They take the old bullet pouches, I uh-huh, think it was, and then uh-huh. they remake them leather straps with them. Um, so I was gonna ask you actually. So the first material that you started kind of playing around with was leather. Yeah, it, w- it would be in the vintage stuff because it would be for Bell and Ross watches. Because I think that's. That's what I liked back then. It was very military, very. And when you say Bell and Ross, you refer like Bell and Ross style, like the square, square ones or yeah, okay. exactly, okay. exactly, okay. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Those were big back then. We're talking about the early two thousands, right? Yeah. So uh, no, it would be no. He no, was twelve years ago, twelve, ten years yeah. ago, 2010? Okay, 2010. Okay, yeah, that's what. Yeah, it's true. Twenty ten. Panerai just had its moment. Bell and Ross was coming into the scene. Yeah. Build big watches were still the hype, right? Uh-huh, exactly. yeah, yeah, that's true. And why World War II uh, leather? Well, like, what's what, what is it? What's so special about that? I just thought it was a cool contrast between like a dis- uh, okay and a military look for the Bell and Ross. If you have to compare the uh, Second World um, leather and what we have today, like everywhere in your shop, is it like it's day the, and night? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. How? You can't. How so? Is it in every way? <laughs> like is it is it just Absolutely like the wear the smell the taste yeah. the way it feels on your skin? But gunpowder is it more like fragile? Burns. <laughs> no, 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 no. It would be it, 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 they really are two different things. So before it was just a well, I should say nowadays it's hand stitched. It's uh, uh-huh. so much work goes into each strap. Okay, and it's uh, perfectly balanced, perfectly tapered. The sizes are perfect. Uh, it's more elaborate, so that's that's when I what I'm comparing day and night. It used to be oh, okay. a, a more military, rugged. So it was like a stamp. It was like that's a like a stamp onto the litter, and like that's a strap. Yeah, pretty much. Ah, so she okay. was if we dive into it, can you walk us through the process of actually making a watch strap? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Well, it's gonna start with marketing because I have to sell that strap first, <laughs> right? Yeah. So I gotta and take a cool picture on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, that cow. You, you mentioned that to me. We were talking. You're like, that's not your your forte, right? That's not what you like to do. Is you don't you're not into marketing as much. It's not your fun. You, you mentioned that. I'm not into marketing, but I'm into taking pictures of watches. I'm right. into taking videos of watches. I'm into taking videos of my artisans cutting the leather, stitching the leather, um, which at the end of the the day it translates into marketing, or at least what's what's working for us. Right. Uh, what else goes into it? Well, you gotta choose the the colors. You gotta have the goods. Um, so when you mm-hmm. say choose the colors, is mm-hmm. it like you you call someone who has like like a wholesaler of leather, or you call yeah. different places with different colors, or yeah, so everything is done online. Everything's yeah? bought oh, okay. online. I have I found the best um, in the world for each material. Oh so really? Oh okay. Ostrich light is gonna be um, South Africa. Yep. Oh really? So you you, you source it from different? Countries. Yeah. Can over, you give us a uh, few of those countries? Like where where were, so South ostriches? South Ostrich, Africa. South Africa. You have stingray from Thailand. You have alligator. They are American alligators, but they're dyed in France. 
We, oh, they died. Okay, that's what I was going to ask because, you know, like I've never seen like a red alligator before. Right? So I'm assuming. <laughs> it's a, and if you ever do, <laughs> you take that mother down. <laughs> that's extinct, a lot yeah. of money. It's <laughs> a lot of money. alligator. <laughs> shoot him, shoot him. <laughs> but so the, the leather is dyed, right? <clears throat> Absolutely. Uh, but we also carry what we call French patina, so, which is a process that we, we, do, we do extra dye in our workshop. Okay. So yeah. in house. Yeah, in house. And it's some special dye because it doesn't doesn't wash out, right? It doesn't wear out in any way, right? It's Absolutely. kind of permanent. So it's gonna age, it's gonna patina nicely. Um but it is special for that leather. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's so it was Austria, South Africa, we had Thailand for stingrays, stingrays alligators, China, Panda, US France. but France. Is it because of the know how that goes in France? Exactly, or? yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So if the best of the best is in Italy. I'll go to Italy. I mean, I'm going to contact the people in Italy yeah. to send me whatever they, okay. they have. Are there any uh, restrictions with the type of leather? Like, for example, alligator, for example, right? It's, Absolutely. It's, it the United States now says we don't you export. You can't export, for example, right? right? No, they, they do export. They do? They do export. Just you just got to do you. it legally. <laughs> it's like, who is this? Yeah, Maybe so not retailers then, yeah. No, it's, so it's called CITES permits. And it's a process that regulates at customs that you're using the right type of alligator. So let's say you bought a, an IWC for, from the States. Yeah. The seller has to get a CITES permit from the U.S. CITES office. Oh. You got to declare it at customs. That mm. specific material. Interesting. Yeah. Well, actually, you got to declare it on its way out of the U.S. and on importing when it's coming in Canada. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So My father bought a, a, a Breitling from a Joma shop with an alligator strap and they told them that they couldn't ship it together yeah. so they they took it off they shipped them the the watch dial yeah. or the, the watch the case, case and then they shipped them the these straps separately because they didn't want to make sure they want to make sure if so, there's an issue at the border it doesn't stop everything they will refund them for the strap right or send them something else but they didn't want to send everything together because at least he gets, <laughs> he gets the watch feel like it's a loophole they don't take that permit they just like send it they also just, they, they also didn't check anything at the yeah. border right? but just, there's some shop uh, i was looking at grand seiko's who come on alligator leather and this is like we're not importing them in, into canada because of the bands mm -hmm. right okay no but just be careful <clears throat> With that stuff, um, yeah. it is problematic at customs, and they're checking more and more, and they're giving more and more fines with it. Right. Okay. Are there any other um, types of leather that are also restricted, like mm -hmm. alligator? Yeah. So there's quite a bit in the watch strap industry. A few that I can name is lizard, python, alligator, um, elephant. Oh, they elephant. Make, they make elephant straps. They make elephant wow. straps. Do you have elephant here? I do not. I've never had elephant. <laughs> it's like, I want it. But I want to see it. <laughs> it's a very cool texture. However, I am against stuff like that because yeah. mm -hmm. the animals are killed. Right. Yeah, it's, it, it, it's too exotic, right? Stuff, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. most of <laughs> what we carry, they eat the meat. So okay. Is, okay. I, oh, okay. I do my best so, to look into that. So, oh, the animal cool. is killed. You eat the meat. Yeah. Okay. The skin's there. So we use it. It's a little bit more like a sustainable uh, process of yeah. sourcing uh -huh, yeah, straps. Exactly. <laughs> it's like you have like panda leather. Panda. Wow. <laughs> you see, for example, like shark fin soup. The whole idea is that they just cut the fin, right? I have like yeah. a book Let of the all shark protected dive. animals. Yeah. And it's such a ridiculous concept. So my mom's Chinese, right? And they're always like, oh no, you sharks are immune to most of the diseases. So we're going to eat a lot of shark. Mm hmm. But it's a stupid concept because the reason they're mostly immune is because they're so primitive. Because they're stupid. poisonous. <laughs> well, their brain is so they're so primitive and old mm -hmm. that you know traditional or modern you know diseases don't kill them. But but it's not because you're going to eat a bunch of shark you're going to get their immunity. It's they like, also no, it's because they're so like, primitive and like stupid. Like tanks. 
Babes. Yeah. Uh, actually, an interesting segue. Are there any marine animals that you make straps out of? Yeah, yeah. So we have quite a few. Like I would stingray? say stingray. <laughs> oh, stingray. Okay. Stingray. We have shark. Yeah. But again, it's shark that you eat the meat. This so the more animal. Ethical, yeah, yeah. The the and that's I think the difference between between cow leather, which is obviously also okay to use the, the leather because I mean you, you <laughs> we use, use a lot meat. of cows. <laughs> they don't eat the meat though. That we a lot of the cows we kill. Yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like the yeah they don't surgically eating. remove the organs. <laughs> 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 so okay, so you have stinger, you have shark. Do you have any other water animal? <laughs> Toad, which is half half. Interesting. Okay. Oh, interesting. Uh, we have beaver tail, also yeah. half half. I would say. Yeah. <laughs> what else? They're hybrids. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> wonderful. If you guys see this shop, we'll we'll have some pictures on our Instagram, and we'll also send the pictures that yeah. Dima is going to take later on. It is awesome. a nice camera of the shop. So again, people have a visual of what we're talking about. So we go back to the the story. Mm. You start with the straps. You're going to start and you say, I'm going to open a shop. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't say I'm going to no. open a shop. The no. idea was, let's have fun. Let's make them. Yeah. And uh, that's how it started. And how did you come to combat straps? Um, so it would be combat jets, which would be in correlation with uh, Bell & Ross watches. So it was combat jet planes. Okay. So it would be ah. an airplane. So military kind of Inspired. connection, right? Like I see. Uh, World War II letter combat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and how uh, long did that go on for? So even today, I still have combat straps. Uh, I have the website combat straps. I have the Instagram combat straps. And the, I, I've been trying to switch to Iron Bespoke. Um, we engrave all of our, our leather goods with Iron Bespoke. Yep. So that's the branding. Uh, but everybody knows me as combat. So I, I don't want to... It wasn't... You were just not wanting to start from zero. Gotcha. When I wanted to change the name to Iron Bespoke. And is it because like it was combat inspired, right? With all the bell and rust and everything. And Iron Bespoke is more, you know, we do everything, right? Now it, you. It was more of a prestige okay. name. Okay. It was more of a branding name. I wanted something that, you know, it's bespoke. It's also doesn't have a connection, I guess, to like a particular style, right? Exactly. It's, a, it's, it's niche, but not that niche. <laughs> and when did you start? expanding from watch straps to rolls, valet trays, boxes. I see you're offering... Uh, belts also. Belts. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You have watch pouches. You have... Uh, I just saw a coin. Was it here? Where is like, it? Uh, like travel. Oh, no, that is, right? that's just a tape to measure your wrist. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, but this looks like a coin per, anyway. But it you have, like you a, have a bunch purse. Of, right. when, did all the, when did you start expanding that? Mm-hmm. Um, four or five years ago. It was also... I mean, it's uh, for the... In French, the you can see it. The career is maroquinier, so okay. that is the um, like a leather craftsman. Leather craftsman. And have you taken courses in leather craftsmanship? No, no, no. So I had the option of running a business or learning how to make the straps and the leather goods. So I had to choose. You had to choose, huh? Business. So we're in your shop here. How many people work in this shop? Yeah, so I have two two shops about a thousand uh, feet square feet yeah. each um on the second floor we do the watch straps as well as installing buckles so the last the first and the last Step. stage mm. and then i have the on the third floor i have the leather goods i have the hand stitching and the hand finished edges i, I saw the third floor yeah, me neither that's it, it, we'll have to go the same, <laughs> same building same building yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah super nice building by the way in Montreal. Um, <laughs> yeah very very cool location too uh just a quick question do you have any favorite materials to work with? Do you have any preference as to like what types of materials that you like would work with? 
Uh, I think I narrowed down down to, or how should I say? I, I think I have looked for the best of the best of each material, so I enjoy each material because mm-hmm. I know it's the best, and each material's good looking. So. And other materials that are popular, but you don't like working with them, like the most maybe maybe difficult to work with, or just you just don't like because of the process. I guess it takes right. to, to to work with it. No, no, I like them all. Everything. Other than integrated bracelets, you're like, oh no, I don't want to do that. Right? <laughs> there you go. You said that was very hard once, right? Well, sometimes I think that's the if I can say the part that I like the least. Let's say um, I get orders sometimes for uh, I don't know how to pronounce the the brand name, but it's your work. Yeah, work or so, work. so yeah. I have to do some notches, which I do myself at the logs. That's so crazy. some dif- difficult cutting at okay. the logs, and those are so, I sweat a little bit. So when, I when do you the get cuts. when you get orders for these very bespoke, very intense watches, but they're not in town. How do you? How are you able to get the measurements properly? If someone's like you, you ask them to send in the watch. How does it work? Um, so, for example, again, the your work. Uh, sometimes the the brand sends uh, blueprints of the watch strap. So you just ask them straight up. I'm, I'm a watch strap maker. I need blueprints of your watch. No, so it's gonna be the client that tells them. I oh, have that. someone making a strap. Can I have the blueprints? And they do hmm. provide it. Oh, Not all brands are as yeah. open minded. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Imagine. Well, but at least bl- I need blueprints to the lugs. It, right. it's, it's like, not well. It's not a secret because yeah. someone can just take a ruler and exactly. measure right. it up. Right. Uh, it's not like they're giving away the placement of the measure, uh, the it's, movement. It's not of the trade secrets, <laughs> but it's all the intricacy. I think, like of the, of the like when you have integrated lugs, when you have like Cartier has like those integrated lugs in that the Santo skeleton. Yeah. Where because so, I was speaking to Joel at Burks and he was like, Aaron said, "Never again am I working on this watch because you said it was a nightmare." No. <laughs> <laughs> which which one is that? It was a Cartier skeleton Santos uh-huh. that is like integrated. Bra- it was I do make them. Oh, right. We do make them. You did, but you did do it. Yeah, yeah. We and do then make I think them. after you had uh, the, uh, the client mentioned yeah. that you had said, you're like, oh, I'm not touching this watch again. <laughs> it was like <laughs> the sweat off your brow, right? No, they, they are difficult because we take, so we take for, the, for, for example, the Cartier Santos, we do take an old strap. Right. We, re- we destroy it. We remove the, um, the mechanism for the, for the integrated lugs, right, and we reuse it on our in our strap oh. to make sure it's perfect. Yeah, and then you just you click. It's, well, it's, just to be able to use it because you cannot put a regular strap on right. the Cartier Santos, for example. All right, incredible. It's 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 intensive, right? You need to have a spare strap that you're gonna go destroy it, like but let's salvage what you need to from it. And but this is the top. Like I have a few of your straps now, like five or six of them, and. I don't know if it's because you're local, but they top pretty much all of the quality. And I've, I've ordered... Uh, even the, better. Huh? They top. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay, top. Okay, yeah, they yeah, top yeah. all top of the quality of those. Like, I had Deluxe, <laughs> which is very popular online. I even had Udinki Strap. One of them was very, very good. But They're, they're very soft leather, right? Well, it depends which one. Like, I, the one from Udinki is very, yeah. very soft. But you can get... Um, but I still find, because it's uh, the, the level of quality of what your watch of your stitching... What you do is a padding on the inside. You could see the value there, and the other and and it's still better priced. I'm not saying raise your prices, <laughs> but it's still oh. better priced than what you Good see. Good idea. On. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no. It's, but you know what I mean. It's I, I still find, competitive price. That's what you're trying to say. Because I have. And, so are you a terrible customer now? Like when you go to look at a watch, and then do you find yourself judging the quality of sometimes the craftsmanship of a strap now, and you're like, oh, this is could have been done better this is a 
uh, we say in French, right? Do you find yourself as a bad customer that way? It's a it's a funny thing you say because every time I bought a watch, I have never seen it on a leather strap. Oh, okay. you buy the bracelet? Maybe, yeah, uh, I've, I've always seen. Well, I think the only one was uh, an IWC Seven Days Blue Dial that I had, and it came with a black strap. So I was yeah, disappointed when I saw it. I also know you have a Cartier Must Green mm-hmm, that came right. on a leather strap. Yeah, yeah. And that well, one I kept. That one you I kept, kept it on the original. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? Yeah. It just it, it looks good. I have the same color alligator, so I can remake the exact same. But it would be a waste. So I'm um, I'm not opposed to that's the one. Yeah, I'm not opposed to wearing an original. That one is a, I'm a huge fan yeah. of Cartier <laughs> Tank Mast. Oh my god! I was about my, to, uh, one of my favorite dress watch. Yeah. Oh my god! I was god, about to so good. take that as a little the, segue. The blue pip on the on the on the crown. <laughs> L- little segue from from Aaron Bespoke and just Aaron. I know your collection. Uh, I've seen some watches go on your Instagram, and last time I saw you, we talked about it. It's pretty much like this guy what he likes. It's insane. Right? No nonsense. Speed, Speedmaster. Uh, GMT Master G- to Pepsi. Do you still have your GMT Master? Yep. yep. Oh my god! Yeah. That tank master. <laughs> <laughs> That's like this guy. That's what he likes. You, you wouldn't get the green. Do you have a Seamaster? I have a Speedmaster. Not a Seamaster. No. Okay. No, but uh, my question was um, those watches. What was like? Um, I'm guessing the Cartier Tank Must was okay to get right you just walk into it you order it and no no, no. i disagree yeah. the trio uh, that, color the red the blue and the green is, are mm-hmm. quite difficult to get yeah. very difficult actually uh it's not like the rest oh, okay. of the tank, I'm, I'm, the i was cartier. asking so these are the, yeah i know these are the tricolor cartier musts yeah. they came out very popular very beautiful uh great i say fashion like proper high fashion but very difficult to obtain yeah i, I i'm a good client at burks and one day so we've heard <laughs> at Burks specifically that's where you uh, yeah okay. yeah yeah. Um, I walked in well I knew that I wanted it I saw it come out I'm like it's gonna be too hot for me to get maybe a month later I want this watch she's like yeah I'll order it we'll see what happens because it's it's sold out everywhere mm-hmm. yeah, they, they never say yes eh? they they, say uh, we'll see what happens uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> we'll order it we'll you never <laughs> you never actually you know, confirm. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a maybe. That's the best I can do. So, okay, so they order it, they yeah. got it. Was it long be- between the time they told you that they wasn't on, on order versus when you got it? I think it was about five months. Oh. Yeah, so it did take a little okay. bit of time. Okay, okay, so that's pretty, five five months, like half a year, it's, uh, it's not Rolex, but it's long. <laughs> yeah. No, because it is quite hyped. Yeah. Those, those Those yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So my question is, your GMT, but you had to play the game to get it. You had to like buy other watches that you didn't want or stuff like that. And Burks, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, they're gonna I, blacklist uh, me if I say yes. It's okay. We'll, like, you, out. we'll, we'll actually. Yeah, we're we're gonna, gonna, everything we're you want us to we'll, remove will be removed, yeah, and if you don't want to talk me. about it, you say next he, question. He will do all the work. Don't worry about it. He'll Poor remove guy. anything. That okay, so there was the standard Rolex procedure, as you had to be a really good customer to have the chance to maybe get the GMT Master too. Yeah. So. If you just put a timeline between the day you said, I want one, versus the day that you got it, do you know how long it was? I believe six months. Six months, but, but which, this, when, when was this, though? This this is before COVID. COVID ju- had just started. So you got an okay. Oyster bracelet, right? No. Not the Jubilee. No, you got I the got the Jubilee. Oh, you, oh God. Yeah. <laughs> <It came laughs> out for you. I told you, it's exactly what you like. Only it's like Speedbuster. Do you have it here? <laughs> I don't. I left it home. Kid, so... I think that's a good segue. We'll get into necessarily the buying experience. Mm-hmm. Tell us what your watch collection that you can recall mm-hmm. from the start. You're collecting. You started 
combat straps. Yeah. And you, what were you wearing at the time? You what was your, what was close to your heart? I was wearing a little Bellenross, which, which was the cheapest Bellenross used, banged up. Okay. And then I, I loved watches. I loved Rolex. I loved Panerai, but it wasn't, it, it was out of my budget. So I was, I had the option of getting replicas. Like I had people, you want to buy a replica? I'm like, no, oh, yeah, I yeah, don't yeah, want yeah. that. So even I had. And you got options like, where, where were these replicas being offered? I'm just wondering, uh, was it online or did there was actually local? No, online, online. Online, yeah, 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 mostly, yeah. So, I mean, I was selling straps that were low price. So sometimes people with replicas would come up and I'll buy this for this. Exactly. And I, no, I, I waited. Sometimes I didn't have a watch, but I, I was waiting. Quite a bit for a Panerai 422. Yeah. With a big 47 millimeter. Yeah. yeah. So that was my first. That was your first watch. The, the first you have the Panerai end. now. You have that green one, no? I have the 911, one. yeah. The 911, beautiful. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Yeah. If I have that, that one, I used to own a Odemar Piguet offshore Navy themes, which I loved quite a bit, but it got too big. It got too big. Yeah, that's yeah, a big one. It yeah. became big. I had a gold oyster Daytona, which I don't anymore. Biggest regret. Oh yeah, and biggest I sold regret, it, huh? And I sold it be- before the hype, and I don't regret it just for the value because I would have sold. Why'd it you for- sell it? You weren't wearing it. Um, someone asked for it, and I'm like, yeah, buy it. I can always get another one because it, it's gold, right? Rolex, of course. Right. You can just you can get a Rolex gold. Yeah, not stainless exactly. steel. The availability. Gold, yeah. yeah, there is that that sense that gold or two tone is more available and even more affordable in the markup yeah, than, than the, steel. The, yeah. Uh, the steel, right? Yeah, but this was before the, the hype. So I was, it was a big step for me and I was very happy with it. So I loved it. It was the green face? No, no, no. So it's the oyster. So it had, in the beginning, a rubber band. Oh, uh, the oyster cer- flex. Ceramic dial. Yeah. Uh, ceramic bezel and uh, champagne dial. Oh my God. Yeah, that one. Yeah, Black yeah, yeah. sub dials, which is it's a hot, oh, hot that's watch. That's awesome. <laughs> They even took. Yeah. I thought they took that one and they made a tiger version of that watch, right? Yeah, they, exactly. they made the, yeah, the, tiger the tiger version. Is even the super tigers. blingy with diamonds, right? I, I even love the tiger <laughs> it was one. Really intense. Sick. Oh, that's a nice Rolex. Okay, yeah, um, amazing. And then, and then you sold that one, and then what yeah. came in the collection next? Um, I bought skins. I bought alligator skins with the money that that okay. I sold those. Yeah, I remember. You brought your game up to bring alligator skins. All right. Yeah. No, I, I already had them, but I um the watches are owned by my company. Okay. So money going going in, it was gonna get income tax. So I decided to. It was an expense. In- <laughs> it was an expense. Yeah. My Rolex is needed for my company. Yeah, it, it actually is. In, in <laughs> my case, it, it is. It is. It is. Yeah. You fair. cannot do it yourself, but I can do it. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, fair enough. Fair enough. You know no, what? Yeah, what? for modeling, I, I take them for modeling every day. Pictures. Anyways. That's mm. amazing. Um, and now you, what's your collection look like now? What's your state? It's it's a small collection. So I have the Pepsi GMT. I have the Spin Master. I have the Green Tank. I've got what else? I'm <laughs> is there a second one. Cartier in this? Is yeah, you have another Cartier. Your Panerai. No, that's a client. Oh, oh, your Panerai. There you go. Your Panerai. 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 Which kind of covers it all? You got your 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 sports. He doesn't GMT. have a diver though. Well, Jim T. Ah, Master is not really a diver. Panerai's diver. Your Panerai is ah, a diver. Is a diver. Okay. Yeah. You got your dress watch and you got your chronograph. Yeah, you yeah. got everything there. Um, now that we talked about different kinds of watches that you have, and you're like, uh, are there any specific watch styles that you like working with? You prefer working with, let's say? Good yeah. question. The diversity, um, like these straps, I can do so much with this style of watch. It's like, like a dress watch, just easier to do 
different. Well, dress watch is probably just leather, right? Leather no, straps. No, it, it's gonna be more difficult because of the proportions. You want something that is very thin, very okay. perfect, okay. very mm-hmm. elegant, nicely tapered. So I think each each style has its own challenges. Uh, challenges, yeah. And that I think that's what's super cool about my brand, and well, at least what makes me proud, is that we're gonna go from a two hundred dollar diver to a Fifty thousand dollar, yeah. easy fifty thousand. Yeah. We see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I've seen the watches on your Instagram. <laughs> yes, it's insane. <laughs> Do you feel like uneasy when you have to handle yeah. like a like a, a super no. expensive watch? No, no, I'm comfortable. There's no after all these years, it, I I broke so many. Before. It's it's just broke so many. out of the future. He said, "I'm fine. It's easy." The <laughs> first hundred were. The first, <laughs> <laughs> the first hundred. <laughs> My gosh. Uh, and okay, so just to go back quickly on your collection, I. No, no joke. I think it's a perfect collection. You literally have everything, all the styles. I'm kind of, I'm kind of jealous. Yeah, yeah. like Diva, <laughs> it's like perfect for him as well. Do you have a, a watch that you're looking for right now? Yeah, I do. I do want to get uh, Grand Seiko, the the one with the pink dial. I think it's called uh, Cherry Blossom. Yeah, but uh, it's like it's a pink snowflake, right? Yeah. So exactly, it's like, exactly. Oh, fuck, I love that one. <laughs> That's <laughs> my favorite Grand Seiko. <laughs> I think you like the sky of flake. No, no, no. I like this. I like the pink snowflake. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I I love all watches and looking at them every day. Uh, Monday, I'm gonna say I love this one. Tuesday, I'm gonna say I love that one. Is that like a bonus that you get to handle so many that you get to even though you don't own them or wear them, you're like. You're able to to handle them. You're able to receive them and, and it's a passion. Enjoy yeah, them. it's a passion to to look at watches, to uh, to work with watches every day. It's um, it's a passion, and it's um, how, how should I put it? I'm, I'm glad to be able to do it every day. So you you have a son. Yeah. Are you going to gift him a watch when he gets to a certain like what what's your plan there? Yeah. So I I think the the Rolex GMT. I got it. <laughs> I got a good looking kid. <laughs> nice, uh, nice plan. <laughs> your, your, your son's only gonna get a Norris, right? No, no, he's like, wow, a, he's gonna get everything I have. He's gonna get a Timex. <laughs> no, it's because when <laughs> he was right, born, yeah. when he was born, I bought an Oris uh, bronze bezel diver sixty-five. Nice um, for him. I bought myself this Bulgari, Bulgari, this aluminium. Uh, the black dial. It's a it's a nice looking G Shock. The, the Bulgari <laughs> is fancy. It's, it's, it's a funny. G-Shock. It's a funny joke. He really likes <sighs> that joke for some reason. Uh, it, it, it's but not. The more that, you say it, the funnier it gets. Yeah, yeah. It, it, that's the way it works. So right? we're getting there. It's not funny <laughs> yet. <laughs> no, no, it's not funny. It'll yet. eventually get funny, right? <laughs> eventually, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. he'll but come back right, Yeah. <laughs> but I did it to kind of underline the occasion, and I'm like, oh, this one I got like when he was gonna be born and whatnot. And then I'm gonna give it to him. I don't know when he well, graduates high school or something like that. Yeah, I'll be like, "Yo, here's here, I got this for you really when you were prison. born, yeah. or maybe when he gets married, something like that." Something mm-hmm. underlines some occasion when he's old enough to released appreciate from it. Prison exactly. probation. Yeah. He has the rest of my collection. We'll see how it evolves, but he's, he's going to get a nice collection down the line. So, well, your son, but yeah, and, and I've told him since day one, this is your watch. I explained it to him even if and you he got was... it the year he was born. 2020, that's right. Yeah, well, that I got it. worked out really December. well. <laughs> yeah. uh, we, we, how that worked out what, really what's well. the year? Uh, 2020. 2020. Okay. Yeah, he was born uh, February 9th. I got it December 12, 13, 2020. It's great. Works perfect. It's a pretty, uh, pretty awesome gift. Yeah. And it's going to be a I call it, uh, yeah. birthday year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Birthday watch. And, and it's that's a timeless no. design. Like, literally, that's going to be still. Yeah, classic in it's 50 most, years. The most ultimate sports watch design that mm-hmm. everybody is trying to copy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's why you want one as well. No nonsense. It's the perfect design. And yeah, no, it's true. Yeah. I, it's the same, right? Like for me, when I pick a watch, I do love watches that have designs that have existed for forever, right? That yeah. that 
just they were so good that they, they they just never changed. Like same for this, right? You can't go wrong. It just yeah. works. It yeah. just been there for sixty years, and they just they just make it a point to not change it. Cartier is the same. Mm-hmm. GMT Master is the same. The Saab is the same, right? All of the Rolex sports watches are the same, right? Like the Explorer. I'm also on the list uh, for an Explorer waiting. Nice. The new one, the 36. Mm-hmm. Those are very nice. Very nice. I handled one two weeks ago, put a, put a black alligator on it. The 36, huh? Oh, yeah. They're looks, so versatile. Those ones. It's, it's so much better, I find, than the 39. Oh, it was the, it was the right move sure. to go back to it. Thought it was a little bit large. And I have a larger wrist. I'm a seven and a quarter. And I was still like, it's a lot. 39, like the 36 is just perfect, right? It, it's a lot for the style. Like if it was a di- like a big diver, right? You, you you could expect a larger size, but this one is not. This one is more of a. It's more elegant, more subdued. It's not. It when it is even thirty nine, it looks too big. Thirty six is perfect. So tell us what's next for Aaron Bespoke. What's next? What's next? That, what do you guys have on the docket? Question. Like when you when you plan your year and you're like okay, as a business, you're like okay, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do this. You imagine you're expanding. You're starting to do watch boxes was the last big creation right that is, yeah exactly so that's that's what i was i was about to say i want to to exp- to make it official we're making watch boxes cuz right amazing. now it's it's just been on instagram we we do make maybe one every two weeks and it takes mind you one week to complete Good each Lord. box wow. like 40 hours of like craftsmanship and like working hours good question uh, a bit less maybe 32 30 well, hours. It's a week. It's a week. It's <laughs> a week. Do you make them, let's say, like travel pouches or no. is what like a proper watch box? A watch box. Oh, and yeah. are they, homes, do you make yeah. different sizes? It's yeah, custom. yeah. So we've been doing from eight. <laughs> <spoke> eh? <laughs> <laughs> from from eight to twelve is what we have okay. been doing. Um, yeah. So we do the masterpiece, what I call masterpiece cases, where which are this. We make the valet trays, the belts, and wallets, card holders. Did you find? Because of COVID, that there was a drop in the requests for travel pouches. Because I'll be honest, it was less on my radar even mm-hmm. because I didn't travel much for work anymore. Still not traveling for work. Mm-hmm. I'd rather invest probably more in a valet tray or a box. Mm-hmm. But have you seen the same kind of effect in your business? No, I think it was, it was steady for the watch cases. And I think it's more of a... It's an impressive item I yeah. to my eyes. So yeah. it's something that you look at it and you say, you tell yourself, you don't go through the process of, am I going to travel? Am I going to use it here? I'm going to use right. it there. You just go, I want it and I'm, I want to put my watches you in know, it. I thought about that mm-hmm. because the definition of luxury literally is shit we don't need. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Stuff that we like, That's right? right. Yeah. So I'm, ta- I'm relating this to a need. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't really. It's 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 really, exactly we don't really need it. this, exactly right? You could just put one watch on your wrist, Dude, and I'm good for my trip. You don't even need a watch. You have when it comes on. to watches, exactly. you don't need watches. Exactly. <laughs> so that's the idea of luxury. These are luxury goods, your yeah. bespoke items. They really are. the The level of quality and finishes is amazing. So, I guess you're right. It doesn't really come down to yeah. to needing this. Mm-hmm. It's just I want it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and we're lucky to have that that picture to show those pictures and to tell to people saying, "I just want it." That's crazy. Um, just to confirm, I you, you do uh, the bands, the boxes, the masterpieces, um, rolls, mm-hmm. um, and I know you have like different type of craftsmen working with you, right? Mm-hmm. And I've seen more and more like painting. Even inside this roll here, yeah, there's like a whole dragon. Yeah, that's right. So how does that work? Someone What's the profile you, are you looking for for someone to do that? Let's try it. I need yeah. a what? A 
painter? What are you looking for? Uh, that's a good question. So it, it is hard. We started with pinups, hand painted pinups on the watch strap. So imagine like it's his a, like his strap. Here. Exactly, exactly. This his pinup is Snoopy <laughs> wearing an astronaut helmet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so it started like this. Am I being made fun of? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it started with pinups. Yeah, and yeah. And uh, I mean, I don't want to to say I invented it or something like that. But I think you can I'm, say it. You I heard it here first, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can say first in the market. You know, and I think I was the first one to put a Snoopy on a strap. Are you, I think really? so. Really? I can get out for real. I think so. And then I would put uh, the pinups, which would be. I was still in the selling a lot of um, vintage. But p- pinups is also like Second World War, like on yeah, the airplanes. Exactly. Right? So it would be. Right. It would make sense with some straps, some watches. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. right. And it's it's a fun look. I I like it. It's not and vulgar. Is it, is it like painted on or yeah. it's stitched on? Is it hand painted? Yeah. Hand painted. Hand painted. Oh, you yeah. can wow. see some videos on Instagram sometimes on their stories. Mm-hmm. Y- you see when they're doing it. It's insane. Oh, that's amazing. It's so much skills. I have a few over there hand painted initials, oh, wow. which is uh, one is for a sunglasses case, the purple one. Um, oh, you also do also. sunglasses case. Ooh, yeah, yeah, that'll, so that'll be good for me. I'll call you. Yeah, so it's <laughs> like a. It's the same principle as the watch box, except the the compartments are for sunglasses. Mm. Yeah. You also own multiple sunglasses. I do. Yeah, yeah. too many actually. So yeah. do I. You ignored me. Yeah, I also own a lot of sunglasses. <laughs> In my head, no, you always dress the same. That comes down to the same the same kind of. Oh, I need a box that can hold three watches. Have places for rings, maybe a sunglass valet, and then yeah. another thing for cash. And my, you know what I mean? This kind of like setup, this jewelry. I don't know. I'm Absolutely. doing a circle motion. Did you with say my a arm. sunglass valet? No, you can have a val- valet tray. You can have a valet yeah. tray for your oh, watch. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know in English, but in French, right? Uh, at least here in Quebec, we have a vid bush. A vid bush, so. yeah. right? Mm-hmm. When you got it, and you just like there's a valet tray, but yeah. also like it's a vid bush with like my keys, my wallet, my sunglasses. No, so. but that's one thing. But I'm saying there are <clears> exists. You can find they're like jewelry, t- not towers, but they have a place for your glasses, change, your rings. You can put your uh, watches so like that it. somebody robs your house. It's so it's easy because like so everything easy. is in one place. It's just <laughs> one stop shop. <laughs> one stop shop. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, well, that's what we have been doing with the boxes actually. So we do let's with say different eight. slots. Yeah, exactly. So let's say six compartments for watches. We've done uh, one for rings, like you said, in jewelry, for a wider one, and then one if it's one sunglasses or eyeglasses right. compartment. It's very nice. Very cool. Um, what advice would you give to listeners if they wanted to shop? How would, would they reach out to you and how would they, what, what would be the steps to take, let's say, if they wanted to explore a possibility to getting a strap for a watch? Well, I think it's easy. Just uh, contact me in any way. Um, I'm available through WhatsApp, text, Instagram, and, pretty and much all platforms. So the experience we had. On it, Google also, right? Yeah, I searched, but, uh, yeah, but yeah. You, you'll have to like plug yourself in. So what's your Instagram name, uh, your handle? Aaron Bespoke. Okay, and combat strap, and I have Bo- combat straps. Both as well. of them, both of them equally for Instagram. Yeah. Well, okay, okay, yeah, okay. yeah, absolutely. Just send me a DM. Um, I, I I reply quite fast. I'm mm. gonna tell you which strap you like. So the, ex- which the experience watch. we have, yeah, which I find very fun and easy. Where I'm like, hey, I'm looking for a strap for this. Yeah, that's cool. I go, what do you suggest with this? It's this model, and then he goes, I have this, this, and this. I think would look nice. He sends me a picture right away of the leathers with the the thread. And you go, yeah, let's go with that. That's mm-hmm. as simple as it is, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay, so exactly. my experience with Aaron was super easy on on text. Yeah. I even I was like, hey, I'm looking for this. 
this watch he goes what's the leg with this uh i think this will look good he shows me three different types of leather i'm like oh yeah let's go with that with this thread yeah. uh, and i ask him other questions he might show me something else boom then a week later he lets me know it's ready <laughs> yeah. and then carl goes picks it up yeah because <laughs> I, I don't live in the city <laughs> <laughs> also yeah. because it's free yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and free another strap <laughs> yeah and free labor um, <laughs> but yeah I had the same experience yeah I was in person mm-hmm. in Montreal yeah. and um, I had the chance to pick up the watch uh, strap for for Kevin's dad yeah and we, we talked right mm-hmm. and I, I had my hair king I was like do you have any idea for that he proposed me two three things mm-hmm. and it was all good ideas but I said you know what match everything on that yeah. on that watch yeah mm-hmm. and you go okay see you in a week yeah exactly and that's the, there's two ways you you know you know what you want yeah and you tell me i want this with this with this or you tell me here's my watch suggest something exactly and, then I'll send suggestions right. and, and now i was going to ask you that like specifically like for this uh, if i want to buy speedmaster trap yeah for speedmaster exactly forget we don't do video yet uh <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. somebody or somebody who doesn't know what they want right what would be this the process for you to suggest let's yeah. say like would you uh, first like let's say the material the color scheme yeah, or maybe well, like you'll ask like what's the occasion what kind of exactly yeah so um for let's say a spin master which is a strap monster it's easy to to pair it with pretty much everything you heard it here guys it's a strap monster <laughs> <I'm sure> monster. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna ask you it's a waterproof what's your style you're looking you go to the office with it every day you it's your weekend watch i'm gonna ask you stuff like that right right to get an idea of which colors or materials to suggest right okay. so when i came aaron was asking me what do you wear it and use it for? You're asking me exactly office. Night You're terrors. asking me as well, what's most of the color I think was important? What's most of the color in your wardrobe? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's what's most... Yeah, it's not new directional, right? Yeah. What's most of the color in your wardrobe? So we talked about it. I'm like, I, I can't wear green. I don't have any mm-hmm. green watch. Mm-hmm. As much as mm-hmm. I love it, mm-hmm. it just does not work for me for some reason like yeah. the kryptonite the color of kryptonite. i don't know yeah. i know every green watch i've had i end up selling i just sits there and then i i don't i don't gravitate towards it but yeah, yeah i think that's one of the things you had told me you're like think of think of your wardrobe mm-hmm. and what it will match with right? i think your rolex is the greener watch you have right greenest watch I have. Yes. it's true eh? you're like <laughs> yes. allergic to green right it's like a vampire it's not i enjoy vampire it, and I, garlic. I love it. every time i look at even now that i just saw the tiso prx with the waffle dial in green i was like it's fucking amazing and i'm thinking i'm like but i would never wear it probably <laughs> i buy it and be like honestly i don't understand why maybe i guess it's a personal thing but like it looks crap. awesome a, it looks awesome yeah the no, green no, no, the green watch with the blue strap green. looks amazing the, it's a z blue right the well sapphire crystal's green no, but, but it is blue it's no, more there's a green you no kevin but Honestly, it's only blue when you look at it because you look straight. But it's every only, time it's only blue no, when no, you look at it. But, but, but wait, 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 wait a second. Because when you look at it, when you look at it straight down, yeah. you don't see the the the, 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 the green crystal. Yeah. You only see the blue, the dial. Right. When we look at it, because it's always angled, yeah. it's always, it always appears yeah, very yeah, close. Yeah, yeah. yeah very Dima's right. Of course, I am. you're wrong. I'm always right. <laughs> Never been wrong. Don't encourage me. <laughs> I don't seek your validation anymore. Anyway. Um, okay, so people just need to contact you straight up, and you probably want. Will offer options mm-hmm. after some questions. When you offer options, do you just go with stuff you did in the past so you can provide them pictures, or you go every time there's a new customer, it's a new conversation. Here's like the raw letter goods. Here's what I think. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna choose uh, images from my. First of all, it's I look at a watch. What would I put in on it? What mm-hmm. am I going to wear? Yeah. Is this something that I'm really going to wear? Those are the questions that go through my mind and. Um, and then I show them uh, it can be just the, the actual yeah. material before being a strap. It can be just a picture of the strap with the stitching and all finished. It can be the same watch with 
a certain strap all on the wrist already done. In okay. There. Yeah. Side question. Ever a customer ordered you something and you try to like, sir, Mr. Customer, don't do this. <laughs> it's not a good idea. Would, yeah, that's a very good <laughs> that's question. A good question yeah. Right? It's, it's like, that's the, the weirdest or most <laughs> disgusting thing I've ever seen. And, 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 and are you, do you just say like, are you sure? It's like, Absolutely. Is that the no, no. The it's like he wants um, to put radium on the watch. Like, don't do this, you'll get cancer. How, how do you approach the situation like that? I am very... Yeah, no, it happens. Yeah? It happens, yeah. Can you tell us uh, specifically what would the color the person was trying to the material and you're no. like... No, no, it's, no. I, I don't have such but, a okay. great memory for that yeah, stuff. Okay, but is, yeah. it, is it like the color doesn't match with the watch and you go Ugh, or it's the finish it's clash or right is it just clashing or is yeah, it the, exactly. the idea is nonsense so how do, you, how do you bring that up to the client no I, I'm very polite and very yeah. politically correct yeah okay. uh, <laughs> but you probably like ask a few times like are you sure you want to do this I'm going to say I, su- I would suggest this instead. Ah, okay, okay. You know? cool. There you go. That's pretty... It's like when your wife asks you, do I look good with this specific exactly. thing? Say, you look better with I suggest you else. don't do that. You're like, okay. <laughs> 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 that means you can't appear in public. <laughs> and uh, but that's have good. there ever been like situations where a customer wanted to use a material that you're like, no, I'm not going to use that? Like well, something very human skin difficult to get or something that's super weird that's not usually used for materials <laughs> for straps? Good question. Uh, no, I I mean, I don't really go get a certain material for a client because I already have, have so many. Okay, so you use whatever it is. I already have mountains and mountains, as you can see behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah it's a, it's a, it's a, yeah. There's a wall of leather behind yeah. us right now recording during yeah. the podcast. Yeah. Um, other question, just not following on this. Um, your painters, all the watch traps you do and everything, is there um, a more or less a quantity of like, oh, like this is a mistake. We need to throw it out, right? Or when they, they're painting, it's they need to do it What's two times. What's the level of loss? Yeah, what the yeah. loss, right? To get to the finished product, right? Of course, no, it's it's a process. It's a handmade process. It's uh, always something different. So it's not like we make the same product over and over and over. Yeah. Absolutely. Sometimes we throw out straps. Sometimes and you, uh, we you have to inspect, restart. You inspect everything? So I who's the quality control pretty much? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> we all are. Okay. okay. We, we all care about the end product. We all care about something that we do. Imagine, yeah, it's we we all care about the product. So we all have an eye on it. Um, we do have quality control at the end of the um, of the process, and obviously, if something is not perfect, then it doesn't go. You out discard the something that's not. We either fix it if it's fixable. Okay. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if it's not fixable, well, we'll just restart it. And tell, what's the hardest thing about running a business, this business? What's the hardest thing that you find? People coming in and asking questions. No, but <laughs> what's the, yeah, what's the hardest? People, people trying to interview the for a podcast. This business? The, is the hardest thing is, uh, I have one word, Kevin. You're in the right place. That's Podcast <laughs> complete. Yeah, here we go. We're both to bring. No, no, no. We're both to bring but Aaron Kevin, to our level. Kevin's super cool. I'm just joking. You think, no, no, no. think any of this affects me? <laughs> <laughs> like you don't. You don't know me. First, well. I too older, brother. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> but he just told us he's politically correct, so he's been nice. No, no, no. I'm just messing. Take your end first. When you literally look online, thank you for being honest. When you look online, we also hate him. <laughs> and there are sites literally called cheapest NATO strap. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and you see, and they're they're cheap. And I've you don't say, and I can never. <laughs> they I don't, don't ban it. No, but I, I could never. And no offense to them, mm-hmm. 
but I think when we the watches we kind of uh, own, other than the Moon Swatch, but in general, like what's in your role, what's in Carl's role, what's in your role or mine, it's important to have a good quality strap. You know, yeah. do you find it's two different worlds? To get into luxury strap making versus what you see that's like the cheap AliExpress stuff? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Or is it an actual challenge to what you're working on? Do you find that there's, or is it two different separate markets and worlds entirely? Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think it's two different uh, markets, two different type of, types of product. They, they're completely different in every way. Um, I, I can disagree a little bit. I think the cheapest NATO's. I think they're going to have a cool $4, $5 NATO that yeah. you can put on to go to the beach. I think it's... Um, but they're one or two times and then... <laughs> are they? And I I've say that... They're good, but they fall apart quick. I yeah. say, I've said... I, I just said that, but I've never tried one on. I think oh. it just... They look cool in a picture. And yeah. I uh, I've have some because you did send yeah, me I a have link. Some also. Uh, and uh, Kevin's right. They're disposable. Yeah. Okay, okay. So they do look nice. You pay what you get for it. Exactly, right? I'm not like my $8 NATO strap was good for 20 wear. Would, not, not the beach, right? Really? Just like in town. It's like, you know what? Fair enough. <laughs> I would think it's just NATO, some <laughs> simple stitches, and that it would last for some reason. What stitches? I think it just burned out like but the textile. See, but <laughs> the leather, the, not the leather, sorry, the quality of the actual fabric for mm. some reason is not the best. And you don't. My wife, she says, often she goes, if you put a cheap strap, she goes, it cheapens it. Bless. She'll actually say that. She goes, it uh -oh. cheapens it. She goes, so you have to put a nice strap on your watch. There, mm -hmm. On a like, nice watch. Any watch. Any nice watch. You can put a $500 <laughs> watch. Look, 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 a $500 Seiko, you put on uh, a cheap strap, and it's going to really cheapen it. But then I saw, for example, and I always remember this when I started in, in watch this hobby. There was an article. I, I, I think I know who it was from, but it didn't matter. I think it was Houdinki. Believe it or not. They go, oh, this Seiko that's $100 looks like a million bucks. These guys literally put this watch on a $400 strap from Houdinki, right? Yeah. Like it looks like, you go, dude, your strap obviously makes it look incredible. It's a $500 strap on a $100 watch. But I, I think it, even it, it, at this table, a good example, uh, you're wearing a $300. Yeah, how much is this strap? $155. <laughs> yeah, it, it does bring up that watch, right? Mm -hmm. It's half of the value of the watch into a strap, and that's bringing up, right? My, my Rolex, I prefer it on the letter than my bracelet. J to add to this, um, I was trying to experiment with this because, as you guys all said, it's recorded. It's a strap monster. Uh, the <laughs> I didn't say that. Don't. Yeah, Did sure you say that, Carl? No. no. Uh, <laughs> I, um, I, I really love the new bracelet that came for the Speedmaster, like the, the new tapered down, the one, the new uh, generation. And uh, Uncle Seiko made one. So I got it. And it's a $150 bracelet. I put it on, and it was so cheaply made. That it made me that it made my watch feel like a Seiko, like a, like a three hundred dollar SKX. I wore it for a month and I took it off because it it just it does it doesn't work because yeah. it uh, it was like a it was like a, um, a what's it called a pressed clasp, super hollow links. It, everything about it was just screaming like super cheap, and I, I couldn't cheap, do it. But I couldn't it was just do it. cheaper than what you expected. No, it was cool. Like yeah. well, it, it felt cheaper than like the SKX that I had with the Jubilee. Right. So. The other way, I guess, is true as well. Like you have to kind of match the quality of yeah. the watch at yeah, least, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, or, or or superseded. Right. Where where do you say you get that bracelet? Uncle Seiko. Okay. Uncle yeah. Seiko okay. makes uh, Speedmaster, or like not sp just Speedmaster Omega bracelets, but okay. he they make uh, bracelets for Omega, but 
they're mostly catering to Seiko. Like for example, they made a uh, a Seiko SPB143 bracelet recently, and their bracelet is, is, is a lot higher quality than the one that they made for the Speedmaster, which makes no sense to me. But it puts it to co- it. It also reinforces the desire or the market out there that there there are like Strap Code has been making their whole business off making bracelets, mostly for Seiko, but for a bunch of watches, but also the straps. They're it's very a, it's a utilitarian. Business. No, but just in general, very intense. But there's a whole. Yeah, business out there, yeah. right? You know, you can go buy a cheap sequence. I want to put on this great bracelet that has a ratchet clasp and does everything. So it's 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 wonderful. I I have a question. Just back back to you here. Mm-hmm. How I think we we'll start wrapping it up soon. Like how how many bracelet? How many straps do you produce a year? I'm just curious. If you want to disclose it, quite a lot. <laughs> quite yeah. a lot. Yeah, huh? it's a big number. Um, I believe I have um, at least. I'm very proud of my team you and and I. I am confident to say that they're the best on the planet. Um, but so we, we see the product; they are. I've seen multiple straps, and the straps are yeah. the team. I'm sure they are. The team are the team is amazing. Um, they work very hard. They're passionate. They they are professionals. They're not just someone that picked up picked up the um, the career. They they what, studied. What's their background? That's what I want to know. Yeah, so what it's a three year program. On top in, of it, they have experience. In what? What's the program? Leather goods. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Maroquinerie in French. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. So it's an actual program. They studied. Yeah, they studied. They worked, so they have ex- experience. And then they come in here and we give them the... Um, we show them how to do this, the watch straps our way, which is still a good uh, maybe one month process. And hmm. uh, yeah, we so make... Uh, and, and so I don't know if you know the number well, around... How many straps are you producing here? Is it in thousands? Yeah, it's in, in the, the thousands. multiple thousands. Multiple so that's thousands. a big day. There's 365 days a year. So you're producing multiple say, straps a yeah, day. Like perhaps for, per per week, I would say around 80 at least. That's oh, wow. A lot. That's so a it's lot. a huge number, um, especially when you think about the the amount of work that goes into yeah, each yeah. of them. No, it's custom. So I've never it, seen it, an issue with any other straps you got me. It's on, Well, it's we're very careful with Every aspect of the thing, from the and, stitching to the sizes to everything. And do most of your sales occur locally or internationally? Yeah, I believe. I don't think there's a, a big market in Montreal for watches. Right. Um, a bit even less the culture of getting something custom. Right. Like ordering something. I want to get some, a leather good that's custom made for me. In Europe, it's very common. You go and make... Yeah, I want belts, I want this, I And want. you have a lot of international customers. Yeah, so that's so going to be the they, biggest. And I guess it's all fully remote, right? Meaning that they don't actually come in in the store. You don't actually get to see the watch. Exactly, exactly. I get to see it in a picture because I do ask for pictures. Um, but not just measurements. It's quite an easy process. Are there any specific countries that you get a lot of most orders from? Who's your biggest customer? Yeah, yeah. yeah the US is going to be US? the biggest. Yeah. US. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I have another question. Because I noticed you're saying you'll reach out, they'll reach out, they'll speak to you. You speak to every customer? Yeah, absolutely. I am the salesman. That that's that's a lot of work. That's a lot of work. only a lot of work. It's amazing though. It's cool. a, it's a, you get it's to a good speak to, to the owner, to the yeah. guy who his name is in the, <laughs> the It's brand. a very it's a very good personal like, personal experience. shopping experience. Yeah, exactly. You know, it is not just buying something, it is buying an experience. So you get the experience. It, it is amazing. Yeah. And you know we were talking about that. We were talking about micro brands in general and we were talking about, you know, the appeal of it and one of them is specifically that that you could go to a trade fair a watch fair and you'll speak to the guy who makes 300 watches a year right and you'll speak to the owner directly 
And he's like, yeah, you speak to me. I speak to every owner. Like Serta Ribia was out in France, was making these custom dyes. Like, you'll speak to him directly. He'll make the watch you want. And you're and it's that experience that some people crave to as opposed to, hi, I'm your customer service rep. What do you need? Ship it out, right? Yeah, exactly. I, I, I'm actually opposed to the idea of a a client clicking and buying something on my website. Mm. It's like if you want something, contact me. Yeah. And, and that's something that's, I like about your website. There's a, a list of everything that's available. But contact us. Yeah. And yeah. when you do, it's quick and we talk to you, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I have the chance to live in the same city that uh, your shop is, so I just swing by. But, uh, you know, that's a that's a huge plus. Especially luxury goods. That's something you want, right? Yeah. It's something that made me proud, too, that you're here. Because I'm like, oh, you're not only known here, you're international. I was like, yeah, we had that in Montreal. Because other than that, in terms of the watch industry, we don't have much. Yeah. It's amazing. Can I ask you another question? You... um. So we we laugh about this with our with our partners, significant others. Do, <laughs> does your does your your wife think that's like ugh this hobby? Does she? I know you made a business out of it and it's sustainable and you're you're obviously putting food on the table, but is she just like I don't get it? I don't I don't see what the why, why do you need five watches? Why do you need ten watches? Right? I think no. the need is the wrong word. Here, I don't right? know. Like, why do you have, like like? No, she's super cool and actually yeah. I'm I'm the the savvy. Oh, in, is in she? The, yeah. So she she's more like her, just get it. I'm gonna tell her. Let's. I want to buy a hundred thousand dollar Rolex. Yeah, go get it. Go oh get yeah, it. she will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm the one that's, no, no, the, the oh man, you're the one who's like, yeah, no, we gotta. I'm the careful one. Exactly. Yeah, I'm the yeah. Careful. yeah. That's uh, awesome. Uh, me, me, she's go. Okay, what do I get? I was like, oh. <laughs> she has good taste. That is what you're saying. She has good taste. That's of taste, right? <laughs> Cool. Well, that was great. I think it's time to wrap it up. It is. Um, so people can reach out to you on your website, yep. Aaron Bespoke. Yep. Is, do you have a Combat Strap website as well? I do, I do. And same thing for Instagram, right? Yeah, absolutely. Just search that. They'll find you there. What's uh, the best way do you like being contacted? Text message is the easiest. Text. On WhatsApp? And, and you get the text message by going to your WhatsApp? Instagram or uh, WhatsApp? No, so you're going to, let's say you go on my Instagram. Yeah. In, in my bio, you're going to find my cell phone number. Right. And, okay. Uh, you send me a text message and so uh, personal. I'll also, I think yeah, because I I found you also when I was driving here this morning. Uh, just googling, right? And then you get <laughs> yeah. the Google address and yeah. the the cell phone in there, in there so you can yeah, probably reach out to you like that, right? Yeah. That's so cool. Thank you. It's very, that's very so cool. cool. So I thank you very much to be your first guest on the Big Black Clock podcast. Yeah. We'll have more uh, more for sure. We have more, uh, yeah, but likely. we'll send you all the pictures we're gonna take. Um, this should be come out over the next week. Awesome. So uh, we'll send you the link as well. Well, thanks for joining us. No, thank you so much. And do you I have, have anything you want to say? Last thing you want to say? or uh, Big thank you to everybody. Yeah, it was, it was a fun. pleasure. Yeah, it's my first podcast, so uh, I'm a shy guy. and uh, It's perfect. It you was fun. Well, Congratulations yeah. on all your success. Thank you so and, much. Uh, Good luck to, in to, the future. To, and to, to be fair with you, I was like listening and everything and... You're perfect. I adjust your mic since you're a bit further, but you're not moving, so that's good. This guy, his mic is like everywhere on his face. <laughs> never next to his mic. Shit on me, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, not but like, man. just this, it, this it was the worst. You have headphones. You you said that like you, you heard that Kevin headphones. is like outside of the mic with the mic. I'm, I'm <laughs> trying the one who, d- who doesn't have a diffuser here. I'm trying to be helpful. You're the worst. Try <laughs> far. Thanks for helping, Carl. Try better. Thanks for being so helpful. It's okay. I'll work more in the post production. Cancel everything that I've done. He'll do it. He'll do the work. Anyway, guys, see you next week. See you next week. Cheers. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Cheers. It was a pleasure. So if you enjoyed this episode, please reach out to us on Big Black Clock Official on Instagram or email us at bigblackclockteam at gmail.com. Send us your pictures, corrections, ideas, insults, and let us know if there are any pieces you want us to review. With, of course, the caveat that we can afford them. As always, be good to each other, eat good food, have some drinks. For those of you always watch shopping, happy hunting. Thanks for spending time with us, and we will see you next week.